Welcome to the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share with you today. Hey, everybody, it's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you for being here on this Tuesday morning for yet another edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I absolutely love showing up here and bringing you amazing content, having great conversations with amazing guests. And today, my guest is Zach White, who is um, was an engineer and now has a coaching business where he, he teaches a lot of, for engineers in particular, around avoiding burnout of all things. But I also think this is a really relevant concept, no matter really what business that you're in. So we're going to have a really interesting introspective conversation around it, if you will. So Zach, thank you so much for joining me today. Allison, it's amazing to be here. And you're absolutely right that burnout is not unique to engineering and technology. So it's for everyone, but it's it's fun to come from that lens. And I think it'll provide some unique perspective on how we can all take action to avoid it. Yeah, totally. So before we get into that, tell my audience a little bit about you, your background, and and really what got you to what what to coach on the very thing that you really struggled with? Well, as you mentioned in the intro, Allison, once an engineer, always an engineer right. uh, for me. So I'm a mechanical right. engineer by training, got my degree at Purdue University and went into my career at Whirlpool Corporation, you know, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed and hungry for success like so uh-huh. many people do. And over the next five years that followed, I didn't realize it at the time, but I was on a one-way street to rock bottom burnout. And a big contributor to that, Allison, is I only really had one strategy to be successful in my life, and that was to work harder. Yeah. Work harder and get smarter. And Welcome I wanted to, to be America. successful. Oh, no doubt. And the culture yeah. really will suck as much out of you as you're willing to give. And I was willing. And it burned me out terribly. I ended up divorced, depressed, embarrassed just completely wondering how in the world did my life end up here? And the recovery from that burnout is where all of the things that ultimately became what we call lifestyle engineering Mm -hmm. and my business here at Oasis of Courage and coaching other engineers to avoid burnout, it was born during that time. And so several years later, I left my corporate life and said, I wanna go help all these leaders who are getting crushed by their companies and entrepreneurs and others and help them not make the same mistakes I did. Yeah, and it's it's a burnout's a very real thing. I mean, it it it's it it happened. You know, if I'm if I'm really being honest, before we get into our conversation, what I'm really sensing, and this might be a good jump off point for us, what I'm really sensing since the pandemic, right, is that there's this push and pull going on. There's there's people that want to go back to the way things were, right? They want to go back to what what was working, whatever that was. But then there's this sense of people who they sort of had a little bit of a pause and they're used to working like partially remote or maybe it's a hybrid business model of some type. And so what 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 I am sensing in the corporate community in particular um, is that we have this sense of, you know, this push and pull like, you know, I want to stay in this new situation, if you will, but I'm feeling it's almost like corporate America is trying to suck you back in. So I just would love to hear your perspective on that. Super interesting that you'd mentioned that, Allison. Just today, 
I had a conversation with one of my clients named Ryan, mm-hmm. and he just left his very successful career in the oil and gas industry to start uh-huh. his own business. And we had a chat about this tension. And the very fact that while he was in the organization, there were no opportunities for him to move up to director or to take on that next level role. But as soon as he said he was leaving, suddenly they're bending over backwards to try to keep him in that position, offering him raises and bonuses and new opportunities. And it's just interesting that you mentioned this kind of, you know, companies are trying to suck you back in or keep you. It's like, as long as you're on their agenda, solving their problem and being a good soldier, then great. But as soon as you express a desire for your own growth or you want to go do your own thing, you know, it's like you're no longer on the team and it gets really weird, really interesting. So I agree. There's a lot of tension in that space, but the, the cool part is more leaders than ever are willing to put themselves in the driver's seat and say, all right, I want something more from my life than this existence, whether that's starting my own business or changing industries or trying something new. And I really love that. And that's why our company is called Oasis of Courage, because it really does take a courageous heart to go after those things and to put yourself first. Our Oasis of Courage, what a cool name. So so yeah, I do I do think that this is very real now. I know I talk to people all the time, some people that used to work with me and then some of my current clients too, that there's just this this push, push, push. And then there's this period of time where people just, you know, can't seem to quite figure it out, you know, and then it's it's back to the push, push, push. So it's it's that it's that push and pull tension. And um, you know, some of it was going on before the pandemic hit. But I guess now I'm sensing in 2023, really, is that, you know, we're almost there's it's almost like, you know, the workforce is tempting people to go back to that. We've had long enough of a break. Let's go back to the way things were. Mm -hmm. No, I agree that the hunger for success is still inside of individuals, right? This desire for increase, this desire to make an impact. And the company wants to make sure they're on the receiving end of the benefit of that hunger and that you're going to put it into their, their, and and not to say all companies are bad. That's not the moral of the story, but we're in a tough period here where people are being asked to go back to work and maybe they don't want to. And there's that tension uh, as far as remote versus being on site. And to your point around long hours, it's like that, that culture of giving mm-hmm. your whole life to the company is coming back. And to to your comment, a lot of people are, are sort of resisting. They're pushing yeah. against saying, hey, hold on. I learned during these, you know, this COVID time period that taking care of my kids and being more present with my aging parents or whatever it was really meant a lot to me. And was fulfilled. Right. Very much. It's a values focused conversation now. And they're like, I'm not so sure that commuting two hours both ways and giving my whole life to the company is aligned with my values anymore. And they're doing it different. Yeah. No, I love that. And I, I think I think the more that we can speak into this, I think the more change that we can create, right? Which is why I always want to have people on here who are speaking into the really what are a lot of people consider to be the pink elephant in the room. You know, it's like let's talk about everything but the problem, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and for you as an individual to have the courage to take a stand for what is aligned with your vision and your values, it, that's where it begins for each yeah. person to say, I'm not going to just go with the default any longer. Yeah, I'm going to go by design into the life that I want, 
into the mm-hmm. life that I've dreamed about. Yeah. And it it's it's a scary thing sometimes to walk into your boss's office or have that Zoom call and say, "Hey, that's not going to work for me." Yeah. And see what happens. No, I like that. I'm going to go by design. I'm going to design my life the way I want it. So, I mean, you're definitely speaking my language. So, let's just let's get right to it then. Um as far as what what is your definition of burnout? Burnout has a thousand faces. Yep. But the thing that I like to start with in any conversation about burnout is that it is not just that moment when you hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. It's not the flame out. It's not the the glorious, you know, for the movies thing where you're exhausted and you have the major health issue or you get fired or laid off and or what. A lot of times we look at these kind of glamorized rock bottom experiences, and that's part of my story, and I understand that that is part of it. And we yeah. say, well, that was when burnout happened. Zach burned out the day that he got home, and his wife wanted the divorce, and he fell into depression. Like that's when he burned out. Yeah. But that's not the case at all. Right. Burnout began the moment that I was burning fuel faster than I was refilling the tank. And to me, that's the moment we need to be conscious of. Are you in a state right now, if I just took the last 90 days of your life and we were honest with each other, are you burning fuel faster than you're filling the tank? And that's why this conversation around the journey of self-care is so important because- Burnout is not caused by the things you're doing. Yeah. Burnout is caused by what you're not doing. It's the oh, things love, that you start to leave that. out. That's a mic drop moment right there. It's not caused it, it's, by the things you're doing. That's right. It's caused by the things you're not doing. It's the absence of what fills your tank that then puts you on the road to burnout. Okay. And so that's really the starting point. Now, what it can look like. I mean, I've had clients who it manifests as health-related issues. It manifests as relationship issues. Your marriage is failing or your partner and you can't get along anymore. It manifests as issues within yourself. Your temper flares up constantly. You have these outsized reactions to small triggers. Um, It can be your performance suffers. You have no enthusiasm for your work and you're not able to get the job done. So often motivation wanes, procrastination thrives. So there's a lot of different manifestations, but the core ingredient for me is around energy. And, uh, like, and yes, energy I would has absolutely multiple agree forms. with that. So if it's it's around energy, how would you define that? <sighs> this is where the engineer in me loves to nerd out, Allison. So I'll I'll yeah. keep it high level. Yeah. But energy has multiple forms, right? Yeah. And we want to pay attention in our lives to all the forms of energy that matter. And I'll just name the biggest, most important ones. Obviously, Uh our physical energy. Am I taking care of the physical system of my body? Right. Am I able to move and Mm -hmm. and take care of the the machine? Then there's the mental energy. And remember, a strong mind exists inside of a strong body. And so we need to have both. They're, They're interconnected, but there's the mental energy. And then I like to also talk about this um, idea of of spiritual energy or my yeah. connection to source, my faith. And, you know, for me, that's God. But I just want to make sure that I'm paying attention to the things that are bigger than myself. Yeah. And so I like to start with just these three, physical, mental, spiritual, yeah. or faith. And yeah. these energies matter. They're interrelated. But a lot of people overthink this. Like, oh, what do you mean by all these things? And how am I doing? How do I measure it? I work with engineers, so they always want to ask, how do you measure this? Totally, and I yeah. just tell them, listen, Allison, trust yourself. 
Yeah. Listen to your intuition. You know more than you think, right? Yeah, you know. Like, get quiet, shut off your phone, get off by yourself for a couple hours, and just ask yourself the question, how am I doing in these three areas? How's my energy? And you're going to know the answer. Okay, trust trust yourself. No, I love that because I feel like it's one of those things that it's so obvious, it's not obvious, right? It's mm. like it's 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 like the one thing that we see, but we don't want to see it or we don't want to actually take time to acknowledge, almost like we're afraid of what we're going to find. Well, not almost like, Allison, I guarantee you, yeah. your ego is terrified of what you're going to find. Yeah. And I love how you said that, because if I were to go back to my journey toward rock bottom, mm-hmm. one of the biggest mistakes I made was pretending on the outside and lying to myself and others about everything being just fine. Yeah. When if I was really being honest, it was obvious that things were not fine, but I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know how to solve it. And so instead of dealing with it and getting help, I just pretended that everything was okay on the surface, put that veneer of a smiling face out in public. And I tell people I was keeping secrets from myself. And it wasn't until I hit rock bottom that I actually had the courage to tell the truth. Yeah. And that was huge to ask for help and actually say, look, I'm, I'm struggling. I don't know how to do this. Well, I'm and depressed. I think there are a lot of warning signs that are often there, right? I think this, that's mm-hmm. the case for a lot of things. But I think, you know, in the case of burnout, like, I mean, I have a colleague who went through this um, last year, but it actually started the year before, you know, it just carried into last year. And there were a lot of warning signs already. And I could tell in the work she was doing, how she was showing up, the communication, you know, there was, you know, you could start to see it's almost like a trail of breadcrumbs until finally everything just imploded. Yes, I agree. And you can look for those yourself, but I think having another person, somebody who you know, who you love, who you trust, if you'll go to them and have an honest conversation and just say, hey, like, what do you notice or observe in my life over the last six months, 12 months, et cetera? I'm just curious. I want to know, what are you seeing? Um, I had a lot of friends after I got divorced tell me, hey, I'm so sorry about what happened. I kind of thought something was off. Yeah, yeah. But they never said anything to me because that's an awkward conversation, right? To walk up to someone and say, hey. By the way, um, I think you got a problem here, right? It's just not something you're going to talk about over a beer, right? That's right. But if you'll open the door and make sure, you know, the, if you have a, tr- a true trusting conversation or a friend that you trust, like they'll, they'll tell you. And so yeah. looking for those things, but trust yourself, trust the people who love you and ask the hard question and yeah. stop lying to yourself. Yeah. You know, I just, I always find this, I always want to get this perspective from people who have either been through it or who, who teach about it like you. You know, I just, I feel like, I feel like there are a lot of people, there are a lot of problems that are kind of disguised as burnout. There are a lot of things, well, it's really this, it's really this, it's really this, when it's really, you know, burnout, right? But some, I guess people are just afraid to like say it out loud. Why do you think there's such a degree of shame, you know, or this, you know, this, this feeling like you have to hide it? Why do you think that is? 
And so I've created a brand new Visionary Retreat Leaders Checklist. This is pure gold, folks. This is all stuff that I have learned through my own planning processes over the last 10 years that I've been delivering retreats. So if you want to get your hands on a copy, it's absolutely free. You can go to my website, www.theallisonk.com. Click on the can work with me icon, work with me, which is on the left-hand side. If you go to my website and click it and you start scrolling down the page and there'll be a pop-up window that will appear and you can just put your email address in and we'll be glad to send it to you. So make sure you take advantage of this. This is an amazing free offer. This is worth its weight in gold. And quite honestly, I see a lot of people charging a lot of money for the stuff that I'm just giving to you for free. So go get your hands on it. I would love to get your feedback, see what you think, but definitely take it as a free gift from me because I really believe in over-delivering and over-sharing. And I just want you to be able to have it so that you can start using it and planning your own retreats and events. So take advantage. I would love to hear what you think. I don't want people to know that I'm not strong enough. I don't want people to know that I don't have what it takes. Mm -hmm. Because what does that mean? What does that mean about me? And will I be kicked out of my tribe? I mean, mm -hmm. Allison, we're talking about like very primal instincts in yeah. our connection to communities yeah. and ourselves. It's about survival. Yeah. And if I'm the weakest gazelle, I'm the one that's going to get left for the lions. Like I, mm -hmm. I think there's something that's truly like in our core that we're so afraid of and it's hard to put words to, but you know, call it the, the ego or call it our desire to just be accepted and loved and part of the community. We don't want to lose that tribe, but yeah. And I also admit, think that it, um, I also think that the fear is tied to our basic human instinct of survival too. Yes. Yeah. Totally. You know, we, we don't want to be cast as the outcast to use your word or the, or to be, feel like we're all alone. I feel like there's plenty of that going on right now anyway. That's another side effect of the the whole pandemic thing is that people are still feeling so isolated as it is. Mm -hmm. Well, and isolation is a problem in so many dimensions. Totally. We could, could go there, but I love what you said. And I, I really agree, Allison, that we have this primal instinct, but here's what I remind my clients. Your subconscious mind is driving 95% yep. of, of who you are, right? It's, yep. the, it's the biggest piece of your, your existence and it's, it's habitual, it's systematic. And everything in that programming, you know, I think if you think about the software of your subconscious mind, it's not wired for success, it's wired for survival. Exactly mm -hmm. what you said. Yep. And people mistake survival to mean like it's gonna do things that are good for you, but that's not the case at all. <laughs> like. You, you'll go into very painful, unhelpful patterns just because your subconscious thinks it'll keep you alive. It doesn't mean it feels good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so, well, and it reminds us to a degree that that's our identity too, right? Because yeah. our subconscious is always reminding us of what our stories are. Amen. And the well more said. that we continue to think about that, the more we just reinforce that that's who we are. Identity is huge in this. And yeah. burnout will cause an identity shift. Yeah. <laughs> and the key then is... Can I proactively go back to that rather than default going to design? How do I design the identity I need to get where I want to go before I hit rock bottom? Okay. So so let's kind of shift a little bit then to how we get out of the space of burnout. So we've talked about like how it might show up, 
you know, why we might be afraid to acknowledge that this is really what's going on for a number of different reasons. Um, even for the fact that we don't, it, it's just terrifying to us to think that we have to shift into another version of ourselves when and leave the life that we've created, right? So, so I'm just, I'm curious from your perspective, since this is some of the parallels, some, a lot of the work that you do, what are, what are some of like, ha, walk us through kind of your process a little bit. Mm, yeah. Process is a good word. And part of that being coming from the engineering background, I love to create the system, the process that we can simply put one foot in front of the other and get a predictable outcome, mm -hmm. right? That's the, the journey right. of a system or a good process is I don't have to really stress about the next step. I just keep putting one foot in front of the other. So what we do at Oasis of Courage is start with looking at our mindset. It's the foundation. Yeah. And you mentioned identity, it's part of this. It's sure. those core beliefs and assumptions that are driving our life right now, pulling things out of the subconscious into the conscious and shining a light on what beliefs may be holding us back or limiting us from the courage right. to act or the oh. freedom to act. Mm -hmm. So we need to get clear on that to, the, to be able to change it. So that's right. kind of step one. Then we go through a series of pillars that create what we call our, our lifestyle design or lifestyle engineering. And they're very simple. First is a look at purpose, our values, our core purpose, mm -hmm. the things that drive fulfillment into our life at the deepest level. Then our priority. W what is your actual vision of success? What do you want? I mean, yeah, we don't want to be burned like out. To right. Yeah. The so success fine to can say, look very different for people, you know? Oh, 100%. Yeah. And where I see a lot of people in, who are suffering from burnout is all they know is what they don't want. I don't yeah, want this. Well, we're really good at talking about what we don't want too, you know, as human beings. <laughs> exactly. And you exactly. know what they say, you keep talking about what you don't want, guess what you're going to get? More of what you don't want, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Where the focus goes, the energy right. flows. And right. that's what you're totally. going to get more of. So what do you really want? Let's get clear. Let's decide. Let's Clarity is power. So priorities. Then it's about productivity. And this is where the rubber meets the road. Taking consistent action to create that life of your dreams. Yeah. And- Easier said than done, but we got to work on that. And then people. Who are the people that you need around you, rowing in the same direction as you, supporting you, holding you accountable? This is peers, this is coaches, mentors, you know, everybody that you need in your life right. to help you accelerate. Right. And so we, we work through these in a systematic way and they mm -hmm. compound on each other and they build on mm -hmm. each other and we just put this plan in place. And next thing you know, it's, it's always funny, Allison, it's like gradually, then suddenly. Yeah. It's this compounding kind of feeling. You, you don't see anything happening. It feels like, gosh, Zach, why are you making me do all this work? I don't understand how these are. And then one day you look up, you're like, wow, I feel totally different. I have these new results. I feel yeah. like I can, I'm totally in control of my life. My relationships have changed. My work has changed. How did that happen? It's like, well, you did it. Yeah. It's just the breakthroughs. You know, it's fun to have the moments that make it on TV or Tony Robbins would talk about. But the truth is, a lot of times, it's just these little 1% actions that compound. And one day, you finally realize it. And like, just like at the gym, you know, you, the first time you work out, all you get is pain. But 90 days later, you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, I do actually yeah. <laughs> look different finally. It's like that moment yeah. of revelation. And that's what happens with burnout too. Yeah. No, I love that because it's just, it's it's, you're basically just, helping people recreate a vision, you know, in a way that really like resonates with them so that it, it's not quite so scary because for a lot of people, it's like, well, shit, you know, pardon my French, but they're like, 
you know, this is a life that I've known all along. How, you know, you're asking me to let all that go. I don't think so. Right. I mean, it might sound good, but then your, 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 you know, monkey brain is like, ah, hold on just a minute here. I don't know that this is a good idea. Totally. And the monkey brain doesn't even mean or thing to us that people right. don't see coming. Right. And it's this, like, if I tell you on paper, Allison, you're going to go from this life where you're burned out, you're frustrated, you're unhappy, you don't even want to get up on Monday morning. Mm -hmm. And we're going to go create this life where you wake up with energy and enthusiasm and you've lost 20 pounds and your relationship is better. Like, this is going to be an upgrade, right? Yeah. Well, of course, like consciously, you know that. But here's what your mind does that's so bizarre. The killing off of that old life, you're still losing something mm -hmm. and it processes as a loss. Yeah. And that means grief. Yeah. And and people get so surprised, like, why do I feel sad or, or this negative energy coming up when I'm going on this journey towards a positive outcome? I'm supposed to be happy, right? It's like, yeah, but don't forget, you just killed a part of yourself, <laughs> literally. Like, you just put to death something that was old when you decided to go to something new. And yeah, that and, creates it can, this and that's grief. when I think a lot of, like, you know, past baggage can come up, you know, or some people call it your stuff comes up, right? And I just think that, you know, we have to give ourselves a little grace too. Self-forgiveness, self-love. Yep. I mean, yep. we talk about self-care. We can put a lot of words after that word self that are all very important. And you're absolutely right. Yeah. And that's one of the, the most profound, I think, ways that we can show self-care to ourselves is self-forgiveness. I was just chatting about this on one of my calls today with a group of health and fitness entrepreneurs in my signature program called the Innovate Academy. And, um, and this came up because we were talking about money mindset. And so, you know, one of my mentors always said, you know, you, you have to keep, you have to forgive yourself. You can't hold on to like past baggage because that energy keeps you from creating something new. And I think the same can be said for this too. I think, you know, if we want to turn this into an actionable tip, Allison, yeah. there is mm -hmm. nothing, well, okay. One of my most powerful, simple things that I do on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. I was going to say there's nothing more powerful, but I, I think I'll, I'll check that one back. There may be yeah. other things, but, yeah. but for, for you to simply speak out loud, not just sit and think, but to speak out loud to yourself in the mirror, looking yourself in the eye, I forgive myself for fill in the blank thing that you feel ashamed of. And I fully and completely love and accept myself. Mm -hmm. I do this all the time. You know, I miss a goal in my business. Zach, I forgive you for missing that goal and I fully and completely love and accept myself. Yeah. And I'll just tell myself that in the mirror over and over again until I feel that energy of shame break and the sense of self-love and self-esteem yeah. present in my body. Literally feel it. I keep yeah. saying it until I feel it. And then I leave and, and it's like a whole new day. So I think yeah. that's such a simple action anyone can take right now if you feel like there's an area of your life that you're ashamed of or it's not working or I should yeah. have had something else. Yeah, anytime Go you use yourself. the word should, it's really oh. what you're what you're you're just being ashamed. I should have, right. right? I think you can should have all over yourself if you're not careful, right? <laughs> I love that phrase. Yeah, don't be a should head. Yeah, I mean you can, you know, if you're not if you're not careful, right? So let's say someone out there, well, I mean, obviously there are a lot of people listening. I don't want to make it sound like there's just one person listening, but you know, obviously there's a lot of golden nuggets here, a lot of takeaways, but, you know, I am guessing that there are people out there that this is landing for right on time, but maybe they're just unsure about where to begin today, about how to move themselves forward. What would you, what piece of advice, what do you have an action, another actionable tip or 
you know, two or three of your best practices that you could share? hundred percent. So let's go back to the statement we made right at the beginning of our chat mm-hmm. that burnout is not caused by what you are doing, uh-huh. by what you're not doing. Mm-hmm. And so here's the exercise I would one. give you. That's a good golden yeah. nugget. <laughs> exactly. Look at what's missing. And so he- here's what I encourage people to do. I call it the 168 hours ideal week exercise, right? You've got 168 hours in your week. Let's take a blank slate. And again, back to getting out of this default life. Let's go design the ideal week for you. And I'll just really quickly, Allison, share with everyone some numbers because it helps to see what this actually looks like. So you've got 168 hours. Let's say you want to sleep eight hours a night. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, wow, I, I haven't slept eight hours in forever. I mean, I'm lucky to yeah. get six, right? Okay, so eight hours a night, that's 56 hours. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're working full time, 40 hours. Well, Zach, 40 hours isn't realistic. Okay, fine, let's go 50 hours. You're working 50 hours a week. Three hours a day with family. That's a good amount, right? If you could spend three great hours with your family every night, that'd be awesome. That's 21 hours. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to work out an hour five days a week. Most of my clients say, Zach, I don't have time for exercise ever. How am I going to fit that in? Well, what if you could work out an hour a day, five yeah. days a week? That's five yeah. hours. That'd be amazing, right? Well, let's add some other stuff in, like just the basics. I got to shower, eat, drive around. So maybe that's three hours a day of just random stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's 21 more hours. Well, throw in a date night, maybe that's four hours, a couple hours of volunteering at church, and you still have nine hours left for really cool stuff in your life with everything I just said. (laughs) That was sleeping more than anybody out there is sleeping, exercising five hours a week. Like, what? Nine more hours? Like, where did it all come from? (laughs) Yeah. So so it's so important. you're being intentional about how you design it. That's right. So take the blank slate. And if anybody needs a a template or maybe you're not great at spreadsheets or anything, you know, reach out to me. We can send you a tool to work through this, but don't overcomplicate it. Just look at your week and let's start designing in what would the perfect week look like. And now we can take one baby step at a time towards that. It's not going to happen next week. But if we don't have the North Star, then how are we going to know if we're moving the right direction? Yeah. So let's get that clear. And I think it'll reveal to you what's missing from your week that you really need to stay uh-huh. healthy and stay in a place of taking care of yourself. And where do we need to take some action to shift from your current week to the ideal? Yeah, no, I love that. Because I think when you when you allow people to create something that they're really excited about, you know, and, and I think it just proves that not only A, that it can be done, but number two, it doesn't have to be hard or complicated. That's kind of a story that we tell ourselves. Back to that identity and the stories. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. We, yeah, we a, like to, to make things degree, hard. Yeah. To a large degree, our, this, our society that we live in kind of contributes to that. It's like, let's let's make things as big and complicated as we can because that's just the corporate way or whatever, right? And at the water cooler, you're allowed to say, oh, I'm working so hard. I'm so busy. Yeah, it's I'm like working. a badge of honor, right? Exactly. But if you go in there and say, oh, yeah, I worked 40 hours last week and I feel great. Everybody looks at you like, what? <laughs> so, so that's a cultural issue that we need to deal with. But it yeah. starts with each one of us being proud of the fact that we're taking care of ourselves and getting results in 40 yeah, hours. And, and talking about it, right? And voicing it and kind of taking the stigma off of it too. You know, it's- Absolutely. It's unfortunately, if you're if you're only working 35 or 40 hours a week, well, God, you must have some cushy job or you must be like lazy or something. That's almost like, I think, what some a lot of people believe. And that's unfortunate, yeah. right? There's, there's a saying in engineering, 
that anything that can't be measured can't be managed. Uh-huh. Well, here's the the parallel to that in our lives with this topic. Mm-hmm. Anything that can't be mentioned can't be managed. Ah. So if we're not willing to say it, to your point, then we're not going to make any progress on improving the culture around these topics. So if you can't mention it, you can't manage it. We've got to take the taboo and the secret stuff that we're not allowed to talk about and talk about it. Yeah. No, and it just and it it starts with us, you know, having this conversation and continuing to have this conversation, right? I couldn't agree more, which is why I love your show so much, Allison. Yeah. You have so many amazing people doing work in this space. And again, I'm glad I'm so glad to be here because it needs no, to be. No, well, I appreciate it. It's just this is all stuff that just needs to be said over and over. Where can people find you? If someone wants to connect with me and this message, the easiest place is to jump over to the Happy Engineer podcast. So wherever you're listening to this incredible show, when you're done, go search The Happy Engineer. You're going to find my show there. Give it a subscribe. And all the ways to connect with me on social, on our website, are all in the show notes of The Happy Engineer podcast. And I'll tell you what, Allison, if somebody absolutely knows that they want to go deeper on this, if you work in engineering and technology, and this is a space where you are burning out and, and now's the time, I would be honored to get with you for a free session and you can text the word lifestyle to 55444. It's just that one word in a text message, lifestyle, to that short code for uh, 55444. And we'll get you on the calendar for 75 minutes and help you out right away. Awesome. So text, so is it lifestyle all caps? Does it matter? Won't matter on the caps. Thanks for asking. Lifestyle, one word, you're good to go. And that's totally free as a thank you for you tuning in to this awesome conversation. And uh, we want to help you. So jump in if that's something that's a fit for you. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Zach. I really appreciate it. This was such a great conversation. And I just think that um, there's just so many takeaways that I think this might be one that people want to file away and kind of listen to again, you know, and just kind of take out of it the, the, the material that you feel like is going to help you the most. Allison, thanks for the invite. And the ultimate journey to self-care is still one taken one step at a time. So yep. make sure you don't be, you know, allow yourself to be overwhelmed by everything we've talked about. Pick one thing, take action now and keep moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I really appreciate your time. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you, Allison. And if for folks out there listening, that this is really landing for you, please take advantage of the amazing free gift that Zach has offered. You can text the word lifestyle to 55444. You'll find that in the show notes below. Um, or you can go over and check out his podcast, the Happy Engineer podcast, um, which is you know available on all podcast platforms. You can go and, and listen more to what he does, more about his story and his work, if this is really landing for you out there. Because honestly, I think this is a subject that a lot of people think about. And I think it's way more prevalent than what we think. It's just still has that that degree of, do I even say it out loud? Do I give it airtime? Maybe if I just ignore it, it'll go away. But, you know, obviously what we resist always persists. So, you know, I just want to encourage you if you're feeling moved, if you feel like this is an alignment for you to, you know, please connect with Zach or take advantage of his um, free gift that you will find again in the show notes. And as always, I always tell you this as my audience, if you know someone that you think needs to hear this episode, please share the link with them as a free gift from me. You can go to my site, my website, www.theallisonk.com, and you can go right to my podcast there and copy the link 
and send it to whomever needs it. Or if you like, drop me a note and say, hey, I've got a friend who really needs to hear this. Can you please share the link with them? We're happy to do that as well. Um, you can connect with me right from my website. And if you're looking for a new home and social media a community of people, like-minded people, that uh, just to give you a little accountability, you can come and join my free Facebook group, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. Um, you can come in there, say hi. Uh, you can I can get to know you a little bit better and um, you'll have a community of instant friends. So just know that that's available for you as well. And just know that I am incredibly thankful for you and for how you show up and you listen and you you share my message and you continue to support me. It just, it means the world to me. I can't, I can't begin to explain, you know, how all of this really feels to me now, knowing that I'll be on the air four years coming this summer. And um, I really didn't know how this podcast thing was going to go when I started, but I have to tell you, it's one of the most amazing, fun things that I do every day. It's something I look forward to. And I love having amazing people on here to share their story, to give you amazing content, amazing actionable tips and strategies, and anything that's going to help you move forward in your own personal journey of self-care. That's really what we're all about. This is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You're one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one.